it costs less than holding runoff elections, and studies show it's popular with voters and reduces negative attacks. That's why cities and states are looking to ranked choice voting to improve their elections. Would ranked choice voting help in your community? Find out more at fairvote.org. Will TV is filmed for live studio audience being held against their will. Oh shit, special episode. We have BJ's longtime compatriot, Amanda King. She's an SEO, SEO consultant, and a photographer. Crazy. We also have a musical performer. It's From Awful to Acne. It's a uh, post-punk hardcore band from Dubuque, Iowa. Who gives a shit? Let's head on over to George Carlin Podcast Studio, meet up with BJ Mendelson, and get on with the discussion. Amanda, thank you for joining me. It's uh, a very special episode of Weibo.tv because I am talking with my longtime collaborator, Amanda King. Amanda, you are joining us from New South Sydney. Wales, Sydney. Yes. yes. Um, and it's so correct me if I'm wrong. Is it like Mad Max there every day? <laughs> totally. It is. It is always like Mad Max. Of course. Like when you go when you go to the post office, there are people tr- like just trying to run you off the road in their giant rig, and yeah. there's a guy playing a flaming guitar for some reason. I mean, I, I live in I live in Darlinghurst, so you get that, but you get it with with the gays, basically. Okay, so so, th- so th- it's all good then. That, that yeah, to me is all. Good. I yeah. like it. Yeah, I like it. My kind of place. So uh, let's let's talk less about me, more about you. Amanda, tell us, what are you working on? So what am I working on? I'm actually working on a couple of things at the moment, right? I've got an SEO consultant in my spare time alongside my full-time job, which is SEO as well. But I do also I do, also do photography and I do also do um, writing on the side because I studied English Lit in school and that's just what you do. Now, Wait, can I? I'm gonna, I'm gonna interrupt just wrote just to go back to what what you were studying in school. Are you yeah. still working on the the book about oh, goodness, your time no. in China? No, uh, okay, look, right. I maybe, but it got it got lost a long time ago. Like I don't, I don't know if I would have the memory to be <laughs> as specific as I wanted to be when I initially came up with the book. So yes, I was planning on writing a book about the the time that I had when I lived in China in the few years immediately after I did. But if I did it now, it would be something different. It would be more of like a, I don't know, more of a like retrospective and kind of lessons I learned after looking back on it, you know, a decade or so later being like, Oh yeah, China shaped a lot about who I am. <laughs> I don't really realize it until now. <laughs> How long were you there for? I know it was it was a bit. Like it was was it ten months that you were there? Yeah, because I I was in it was in August that we landed, and then I left in June. So whatever that math comes out to. Got it. Yeah, got it. All right, so you're an SEO consultant today. Like, what, mm-hmm. what is that? What does that mean? Can you describe for people who have no idea what SEO is? Yeah, what so basically, is? I work with you to make sure that your website aligns with how Google understands it, and and what Google needs to actually understand that you are good at what you you do. That's gotta be frustrating, right? Because Google tends to like not 
really broadcast unless it's something huge, right? Typically, they they used to do these big, uh, oh, it's a penguin, or, but now it, now it seems like they're constantly tweaking it. So, like, does that do they keep you on your toes? Look, I I've been doing SEO for long enough that I don't really chase the algorithm anymore. I understand what the base concepts are, and I work towards that. And the end goal of Google, regardless of whether or not they are a good or a bad entity in the world. Um, what they what they say their end goal is is to provide the most relevant result to to users. So if at the end of the day that's what you're trying to do, um, and you know all the right levers to pull, like technically and content wise, to do that, ninety nine percent of the time you're going to be fine. And it's just making sure that you understand what those technical levers and what those content levers and what that means. Google. And you've been doing this for a really long time, right? Like you've been doing this since I met you in 2012, 2011. It yeah. wasn't 2012. Yeah. So I've yes. been doing it so, since 2010. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So I've done almost the entire run of your time <laughs> in the SEO. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, so, okay. But this, what I thought was really interesting was that you used this job as a way to move to Australia, which I yes. thought was cool. Like you, you, can you tell us a little bit about that? Like you, you just, just decide one day you wanted to go to Australia and, um, and not, left not, <laughs> kind of not really though. It was, it was a situation where when I was up in Saratoga, I was hoping to do consulting full time at that point. Cause I had left my previous job, but Saratoga is too dead. And at the time, um, I don't know if it's changed since, but there weren't really any like co-working spaces. There weren't really any spaces that I could go to meet other people who were in tech or in marketing. Um, so it got really boring and really lonely and it was really demotivating. So I was looking at jobs as well. And there happened to be a job posting that I found for an agency in Sydney. And I just applied for shits and giggles. And then I got the job. So I ended up in Australia because they sponsored my visa as well. Are you so are you on the path to become a like full-time Aussie? I already am. So it, You after, are full-time Aussie. Yes. I'm a dual citizen now, so I have to pay taxes nice. in two countries. It's fun. But no, I um I am. So that was 2018, I want to say, that I got citizenship. Nice. And yeah. uh, no better time to become a citizen of another country than during the past four years. So I, I, I envy you. <laughs> so I can say like without getting it yes. specifics. Right? Yes. Hey, it's me, God. I know it's been a while and I haven't been the best dad, especially this century. Well, I was going through some shit and you know what? I'm not going to talk about it. All you need to know is that I'm doing commercials now. I've got bills to pay, too. Do you have any idea how much I just lost on crypto? A lot. A lot. And so now God needs your money. Like, for real this time. Not like all those other times every Sunday. You know who else needs your money? B.J. Mendelson. So give them $5 by visiting buymeacoffee.com slash BJ Mendelson. That website again is buymeacoffee.com slash BJ Mendelson. Buymeacoffee.com slash BJ Mendelson. And if you don't give BJ your money, 
you and I are gonna have problems. Big ones. Hey there, boys and girls. It's your old podcast pal, Ralph Garman here, inviting you to invite me into your ear holes five days a week with my podcast, The Ralph Report. Join me, Eddie Pence, Steve Ashton, and the rest of the happy lunatics that make up the Garmy for as little as 15 cents a day. And for that, you get five shows a week filled with music and jokes and news and history and just so much good stuff that you're going to be glad you chose The Ralph Report. How do you listen? Well, it's pretty simple. Go to patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up today. There's four amazing levels of subscription that you can join, each one with their own special bunch of benefits. So check it out. Listen to me, Ralph Garman, on The Ralph Report. Patreon.com slash The Ralph Report. Tell me, like... do you still find time to do the stuff that you enjoy? Cause this is like, an, I think people don't realize how time, what, how much of a time suck SEO is. So like to do and to do right. So do you mm. find that you still have time to work on your own stuff? I do, but I mean, when you're when you're working a full time job as well, it's always it's always a bit of a head case. It's always a bit of a balance when you when you do the nine to five and then you switch to your five to nine or you switch to your side projects or your passion projects because you have to kind of acknowledge that you will be doing it with some level of mental exhaustion. Yeah, I still do it. It's it, it's for funsies. For the most part, though, right. so it's like if it's a if it's a shit photograph or a crappy composition, I'm like, oh, I still did the thing. So, true. Tell me about the photography. When did that When did that come about? Photography has been something that I've always been interested, in, kind of on the side. Um, the uh, a fancy prep school that I went to um, growing up actually had two dark rooms. So I did, I took advantage of that, learned darkroom photography. Um, That was back when I had a manual film camera, Um, but got back into it as I started traveling more in my 20s, um, just to kind of document, kept doing it. And then in Sydney during the, during the initial kind of days and the lockdowns where it's like, you can't leave your house. Ah!" Um, My exercise was... um, like waking up at six in the morning and doing walks and taking photos. And for me, it was, it's turned into this like textural kind of study. Like I, I like, um, I like the weird angles. I like the strange shit. Um, like if you looked at my photographs and then you had a conversation with me, you'd be like, wait, how did you take those photographs? It's like, ah, I'm just strange. <laughs> That that explains why we've worked so well together. Yeah, I, I think for so long I like strange <laughs> shit. Oh, okay. Well, you'll love BJ stuff. That 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 works. Yeah. That works beautifully. Yeah. What if you could think of a a good piece of advice in your life that was like really useful to you? What would it be? Something that kind of forced me to stop giving a shit about what other people think about me um, was basically the the idea that 
how a person interacts with you is less, a reper- uh, is less of a reflection of what they think about you and more a reflection of what they think about themselves. Um, that everyone is a lot more self-involved than you give them credit for, basically. I'd love to know, because this is, you know, it's it's something that hasn't been discussed yet on the show. Like we've had a lot of writers, yeah. uh, which is great. But so tell me with your photography, what your creative process is for when you, when you're taking a picture. Yeah. So for me, it's really easy to get into flow state for writing. I put on some instrumental hip hop and then I just go because I've been doing it for my life. Like that's just what I do. Um, so it's really easy for me to get into a flow state and like that creative process in writing for photography. I have to know my camera really well so that when I'm changing, um, exposure or, um, you know, speed or aperture or any of that, it's, it doesn't take me out of that headspace. Um, but basically for me, it, the getting into that creative flow for, um, photography is, is going to the place or it is, actually physically picking up my camera and saying, I am doing this thing. It's setting the intention almost, but yeah, it is the act itself is, is effectively the creative process, if that makes sense. And like for me as well, um, one of my probably recurring subjects is going to be the Sydney opera house. And it's about 20, 20, 25 minute walk for me through some gardens as well. So like that whole process is part of that creative state as well. You were saying it was part of like, there was research about it. Yeah. Yeah. Setting, setting an intention is I think something that like we might dismiss as silly or not as important, but like having the intention to actually do something will increase your chances of getting into that flow state. And so I, the way you were talking about it was like, Oh, Okay. You're speaking my language. <laughs> I knew I worked though. with you for a reason. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> this is Rosie Tran from Rosie and BJ Save the World, a podcast asking big questions and discussing how to solve these big issues. This is a podcast for people just like you who ask, has the war on drugs been successful? Do we need universal basic income? Should we legalize sex work? Go to rosieandbjsavetheworld.com to get more confused. Commercials suck, and hopefully one day we won't need them. But until that day comes, we have bills to pay, brother. What the fuck is this copy? I I don't know, man. BJ wrote it, and I think he was high when he did it. How do you know he was high? I just, I read through it, and I just have a, I don't know, man, just read it. (laughs) What kind of bills do we have to pay? Well, for starters, you wouldn't believe how much it costs to feed a super intelligent ape who wants to kill Superman? Yes. At first he said he would pay BJ rent, but then some asshole told the ape about squatters', squatters rights? rights? Yep. And he's a super villain, you know, so he stopped paying rent, and now we all kind of work for him? He's a terrible boss. One time he was eating some guy's face and just left the rest of him in the middle of the floor. I guess it's better than working at Amazon, though? Anyway, the apes got this cool-ass setup in the basement of BJ's mom's house. You should see it. There's this kick-ass pool down there. I have no idea how you get a huge pool in the basement of a small house, but he found a way. Separate lines, he found a way. Now, if only... 
Abe could remember to take out the garbage in his office before he leaves for the weekend. Everyone else does it. That includes Stephen Wheat, who works in accounting and shits out of his mouth. <laughs> anyway, that's what's going on here in Harriman, New York, home, home of the... Yeah, man, I'm pretty sure he was high, but let's just get back to it. <laughs> now, let's get back to the show. Um, what? Who is someone that you would want to give a shout out to that you feel like you would just want to highlight that maybe people don't know about? Um, so one of my friends, Kat McRae, um, I think that's actually her Instagram handle as well, um, is, is a travel photographer and (laughs) takes better photos than I do, um, or rather takes more subject focused photos than I do. She does a lot of, um, wildlife photography and it's really gorgeous and very, um, I, I would say it is mainstream like but slightly left of mainstream like it's mainstream enough that you could have it on your wall and be like that's gorgeous but then there would be something in there where you'd be like oh what's that so i uh yeah my friend cap good photographer nice how do you and just how do you spell it because like people multitask when they listen C-A-T-M-C-R-A-E. to c-a-t-m-c-r-a-e and it's okay so on instagram yes perfect yeah. now now given uh you've so you've worked like as a creative and you've worked behind the scenes of creative for so long what would you say what would, what piece of advice would you give to creatives it doesn't necessarily have to be seo based but like what would you tell someone starting out that you wish you had known oh my god there are so many like tiktok meme songs going around that that say this i don't know if it would be beating a dead horse but basically you have to do the thing you want to do in order to actually do the thing like you have to start somewhere and where you start is going to be shit. And if that's, that's not something that you can necessarily let deter you because if you do, then you're never going to actually get anywhere. I like that. So where can we find you online? Like where, where is all your stuff? Like where's your consulting? Where's, where's your photography? Yeah. So my, I have a Twitter account, but there's nothing there. There hasn't been anything there since like 2013, 2012, probably since we last saw each other in person. The same handle on Instagram would be the best place to find me. So Amanda E C king k-i-n-g because there are five million other amanda kings so i had to use not only my middle name but my confirmation name as well the only time i use any reference to to my past in the catholic church is in my random (laughs) handles um so amanda ec king and then in there it would have links to everything including my seu consulting which is flock like f-l-o-q birds of a feather flock together was my Nice. My thoughts. There's a Q in there. I like that there's a Q in the spelling also. <laughs> um, it's a good substitute for, for certain words as well. Like what the fuck, mm. what the fuck is. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So, but yeah, that's, that's where to find me. Thank you all for joining us. We will see you next time. Well, that's our show. And uh, our, our apologies to the band. You know, we kind of just ran out of time. That's kind of the, uh, that's the nature of things. It's the, it's the name of the game. Hey, hey, hey! Vaped Crusaders comes out on the 20th of every month. The 20th! You can't smoke that in here! Oh, wait, what day is it now? Do I look like a fucking calendar to you? Hey, man, I don't 
need all the attitude and stuff. You know, I don't. I don't need it. Well, I don't need your face, your vape, or your. Are those Air Jordan three OGs? Yeah. Yes. Those are forty five hundred dollars sneakers. I know they're pretty sweet. Yeah, they are. No, wait. I don't like you. Don't make me like you. I'm not, man. I'm just out here. I'm just trying to relax, dude. I'm on to you, pal. You're trying to do some Jedi mindfuck bullshit. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't I don't think that's what it's called. I don't think that's the thing. You wanna play mind games with me, motherfucker? Alright, let's dance. <sighs> Sorry. Um, make sure to tune in to Vape Crusaders. New episodes are going to drop every month on the 20th right here on Weibo.tv. Okay, you're, you're, your middle name is Macho. But uh, I'm wondering if you ever cry. You ever, has a Macho Man ever cried? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. It's okay for Macho Men to show every emotion available right there, you know, because I've cried a thousand times, I'm going to cry some more. But... I've soared with the eagles, and I've slithered with the snakes, and I've been everywhere in between. And I'm going to tell you something right now. There's one guarantee in life, and that there are no guarantees. Yeah. And they understand this. (laughs) Nobody likes a quitter. Nobody said life was easy. So if you get knocked down, take the standing eight count, get back up, and fight again. Did you enjoy today's show? If you did, please take a minute and leave us a review. Yes, we know you're busy and every podcast asks you to do this, but there's a good reason they do. Because every time you leave a review, that review helps more people find and listen to the show. And you know what that means for you? More great episodes of Weiwo.tv. So what are you waiting for? Take out your phone and leave us a review right now before you move on to something else and forget about us. And we'll see you next time, right?